1: And everybody knows I'm a huge fan of Jalen Hurts. I will say nothing about him. I even said a couple of years ago that I hoped that when he was available in the second round, I kind of hoped the bears would have drafted him. I thought he would have been a pretty good prospect for the bears to get in here, but I love the way that it's worked out so far, but I do want to give Jalen Hurts all the credit in the world. We've seen him over the last number of years, you know, go out there for last number of years, go, go out there over the season, last couple of weeks is what I meant. Like, He has been fantastic this season. I think if you're a fantasy enthusiast, you've really loved what he's done. If you're just a fan of the sport, you know, having the Eagles as the first and only team to have clinched a playoff berth right now means something to me. I think he's an excellent quarterback. And I had said time and time again coming into the season that I wanted the Bears to kind of emulate the path of the Philadelphia Eagles. And a lot of people are like, well, you need a line. You need talent. I'm like, listen. Ryan Poles just needs an opportunity to go out there and fulfill those requests. The Bears right now are holding a top three pick in the NFL draft. They've got a lot of salary cap space. They've got a first. got a second. got a couple of thirds, a couple of fourths. Listen, things are looking good for the Chicago Bears. So I want to sit here and recognize the Philadelphia Eagles for being great, appreciate everything that they're doing, but realize there will be a man on the other side of the football across from Jalen Hurts, our guy Justin Fields, This guy, Justin, has already proven that he belongs in the NFL, and I truly believe that next season, when these two quarterbacks match up, it is going to be for the NFC title. But still, we've got a game this week, and I can't wait for it to get started. And I also can't wait for the show to get started. So, Sammy, let's get to it.
0: Turn up your volume volume.
1: because you're about to listen to the Sick Sick Podcast Podcast. with Adam Ray.
0: Making magic happen. There goes the ticket Chicago Bears and Fantasy Football Podcast brought to you by Underdog
1: Fantasy and Air Pura. Sports Entertainment, like no other, it's
0: gonna be sick.
1: It's Tuesday night. You know what that means, and it's time for Take It to the Rank. The Bears are coming off their bye week. They've got the NFC-leading Philadelphia Eagles, once defeated, having one of the best seasons uh, for them, and they've won a Super Bowl title. They look they look like the best team in the NFC by far and away, even though the Dallas Cowboys are playing really great. But to break down that game, at first, we're going to be welcoming in our co-host, Carmen Vitale, who I believe you're in, were you in Southern California again? I am. You I are. still am. You still are. And our invitation to go hang out or do whatever. Actually, I need to. I wasn't you. here.
2: I wasn't here this weekend, and there was a bye week. So what do you want?
1: I got you. Listen, we didn't even go down to Rip Beer Company, the Huntington Beach location, or the PCH location. We were just like, it was nice. I think for the fans to have a bye week, it was nice to get away. What did? So you didn't even go to any? You didn't, but you went to Detroit and in, in Minnesota, right? No, I had a friend get no. married in Cabo, so I wasn't. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, that's okay. You didn't miss anything other than the game of the year. Those guys. uh, I
2: know I I was watching it. I was watching it from Mexico. So, and I wrote on it a little bit and I, listen, I going into the game, I picked the Lions to win that game.
1: So. I know I should have. I don't know why I picked the, or why I picked the Vikings. I'm so stupid sometimes. I don't know what, I don't know why I do the things that I do. I will awesome. say, I just,
2: I wrote a whole article today um, about how Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins are kind of changing the narrative of what pulling a Vikings means, because honestly, they, they're they still, they're still 9-0 in one score games uh, yeah. this season, and they've been able to pull out some really tough wins, and um, they faced a ton of adversity, and like, it was just, they almost did it again, too, against the Lions, it didn't quite work out for them, they ran out of time, but uh, no, I mean, they're, they're still, they're figuring thing out, things out in their first year under Kevin O'Connell and they're doing it while winning for the most part. And I mean, they're going to lock the division. So it's not yeah. a matter of if it's when. And it's just the lions just, you know, but they they screwed them over by winning against Jacksonville the week before Then yeah. they beat them head to head. So like the lions have just been like a thorn in the Viking side, which I think is
1: hysterical. That is uh, that is very true. It is one of the things too. I loved how they somehow got around By allowing that late field goal to be like, oh, so it's not a one score game. There they go. They get to keep their little precious mark. But it's like, listen, those one score games, that's what happened to the Raiders last year. And then Mm -hmm. everybody's like, oh, they're way better with Devontae Adams. And then they go out and they fail. But you know what? We're not here. I'm not trying to sound bitter already because I'm upset about my (laughs) own team, but I'm feeling pretty good about my own team. I think that uh, there's an opportunity this week. See Fields versus Jalen Hurts in a an opportunity for what I think will be one of those great like NFC rivalries for years to come. So I'm excited for that. Are you, are you going to the game? I am.
2: I will be there. I will be at Soldier Field. Um, It's actually kind of funny too. This has always been a rivalry in my whole household because my dad is from Philadelphia and grew up an Eagles fan. And when he moved to Chicago, he's now been in Chicago longer than he lived in Philadelphia. So um, he has like adopted all Chicago sports teams but his brothers and sisters do not let him try. They try not to let him forget his roots, but then they go back and forth with each other. So Eagles and bears have always been like the two main teams in my house growing up. Yeah. And there's always been a little bit of a rivalry when they play each other. So I, I look forward to these matchups all the time.
1: I love it. I hope it's going to be one that is going to be a long-term thing and a long-term. Cause I love both of these quarterbacks, but love both mm-hmm. of them coming out of college. And I also love, our, our guests because I brought us a guest on a Tuesday night because I've been dying you to did. get you on. Yeah, I did. I thought, well, we're coming off a bye week So there's not a whole lot to like look back on, but the bear down Chicago pod, which relaunched or restarted, or I think it's brand. I think you would consider it brand new, but the group of guys who are together uh, are not brand new. And there are some of our, our favorites, P shells, Brandon should who was on recently, Jack and Jack, Wright, And everything. So, we had not had Ryan Dengle on, and every time I go on their show, I'm like, hey, you guys are so, so, I'm well, not you, Ryan, but we couldn't make it work last week, so I wanted to bring him on tonight, so please welcome to the show, the host, I would say he's the host, of that, <laughs> he keeps those characters in check, and I know it can't be easy. Somehow, gonna... some
0: way, I don't, Patrick Sheldon, we always got to rein him in, and we know, we got to be <laughs> careful how we set him up, too, because there's certain things that you can't say around Patrick Sheldon, or he'll just, he'll take it the wrong way, and, Yeah. Try to be family-ish. So we got to be careful about that.
1: Like when I told him Otani was better than Judge, he was not having it. But that's a different that's a different (laughs) podcast, a different organization, you know, a different thing going on. But uh, have you met Carmen before? Have you guys crossed? Carmen, I haven't.
0: It's so nice to meet you. Um, Nice to meet you as well. So so if it's okay, I wanted to ask, like, what is it like covering the NFC North, like all four of those teams? Like I get covering the NFL, but like Mm -hmm. do that.
2: I, it's hard. Um, it's one of those things we're still trying to kind of figure it out because I want to give I want to make sure I give my attention equally to both. It's like having four children or what I imagine <laughs> having four children is like Yeah. because um, I don't have any of my own but it is. It's a very It's we're, we're figuring it out and it's really kind of just as these storylines develop you kind of grab onto one and you, and you do the legwork on all of them but I place a lot of premium in being at these games as much as possible so it's easy for me to get to Bears games. So those are the the games that I kind of show up to the most because uh, it's right down the street. But yeah. um, it's I, it's awesome because these are the teams that I grew up watching. And I grew up a Bears fan, grew up, you know, at NFC Central back then,
0: yeah, uh,
2: the black and blue division. But I think it's really cool because I still think to this day, even after having exposure to other divisions and other teams across the league, that this is like the most storied, the most traditional, just kind of the toughest... Yeah just football division like it's they're they're, yeah. they're it's a division full of football guys and football teams and i really um enjoy that because that's why i love the sport
1: and to bring it back full circle to the NFC Central, one of the former members of the NFC Central were the
0: Tampa, the Bay, Tampa Buccaneers. Bay Buccaneers. Yes. How does that work? How does Tampa yeah. Bay fit into... into does that make any the sense? expansion team. That's all I guess you need to... Like, oh, just throw them in there. Who cares? They got, I mean, like, like,
2: talk about a black and blue division. They, they were the ones that were black and blue most of the
1: time. Right? Well, remember like... Remember like you guys would remember this. But the Falcons and the Saints were in the NFC West the Buccaneers were in the Central. The Cowboys were in the East. None of it made sense. They should have just, you know, whatever, uh, just called them by different names. But it all worked out, and now everybody's sort of, somewhat, it feels more geographically natural now, and it's, yeah. uh, and it's cool. And you do a great job of covering it. I know that it's, it's not always easy. You know, coming up through the newspapers, you know, having to figure out, you know, when you're co- covering colleges, it be like, where do I go? But sometimes those storylines just present themselves. A great one to me this week is is uh, Justin Fields versus Jalen Hurts. I know there's other people who will be on the field, but that's the biggest marquee part of this game. Ryan, how do you see this game? Like, what are your expectations coming into this game? Because obviously, I don't think people are favoring the Bears.
0: No, no, no. You'd be you'd be crazy to do that. And with that being <laughs> said, uh, the logical part of me knows that Philadelphia is just going to trounce the Bears, especially in the second half, like they've done to a lot of teams this season. I don't know. I got this. Just like this strange like tingly feeling that i got right before the new england game where i was like yeah we're primed for an upset you know I, I i do believe that the bears are gonna get get spanked but i i wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if justin fields comes out balls out and this piece work patchwork defense plays you know okay i mean they I, I was blown away by how well this defense played against green bay and mm-hmm. you know considering a lot of these guys are like signed off the street, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. So They're doing
2: a lot with a little. I mean, that's – that's, I and that's all you can ask for at this point because you're seeing tangible improvement. You're seeing guys get comfortable in these new schemes. And you're also – at the same time, though, you're wondering, like, how many of these guys are actually going to be on the team to see the progression of it next year? Because I think there's going to be even more roster turnover in this offseason. So, yeah, like, finding things to play for and, and having things click – and all that kind of stuff, they're still doing it, and and I think that's a testament to the culture that Matt Eberflus is building in Chicago. But I think this is going to be a very interesting matchup because you are going to get—I mean, quarterbacks don't play each other, obviously—they yeah. play the defenses. But we get a direct comparison because I keep saying I think what we want Justin Fields to turn into is a Jalen Hurts. Is, is this Jalen Hurts mold? And you know, Jalen is making his case for MVP at this point, which is why I don't think. I think this is going to be even harder, you know, for the Bears because I think the Eagles, yes, you know, they they're the best team in the NFC. They've got nothing else to prove in that regard. But Jalen Hurts very much still does. He still has things to prove, and if he wants to run away with this MVP race, uh, he needs to have some very convincing wins. I think that's what's been, you know, you you want to see him do that. You want to see the Eagles dominate when they're supposed to. Um, so I think that that's going to make things a lot harder. On this Bears defense. And I mean the Bears secondary, just after losing Eddie Jackson, I just there's yeah, there, and then well, hopefully, I mean you're gonna get like the rookies back. Yeah, you're gonna get Juan Brisker, Kyler Gordon. Um, but I mean it's just it's still gonna be really, really tough when Jalen Hurts is dealing and then can also beat you. I mean, he can beat you in so many different ways, and that's just tough for any defense.
1: One of the things that I would look forward to, and of course, I'll go on Total Access. I'll pick the Bears to win. I'm not going to give you any spoilers because you would know this is going to happen. The one thing is, and I was was thinking about this, if the Bears come out and let's say they win this game and they do win it, you know what happens? There is now going to be a narrative. Well, it's not a narrative, but it will have happened this year. They come off the mini bye, beat the New England Patriots. They come off the bye-bye. And they beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Then it would be a thing that they talk about next season. That any time the Bears have a mini buy or they have their buy, they're like, "Oh, Matt Eberflus is so good." When He's they the anti Nagy. When be he anti-Naggie. comes off, yeah, exactly. The Bears, <laughs>
2: like, if the Bears, if Bears have are more o- than eight, <laughs> but the Bears are zero and eight coming off a buy.
1: Yeah, how, how much? Of that a- is, a- yeah. That's not Eberflus though. <laughs> <laughs> he has a chance to rewrite history. That's what I'm looking for. to. The first and,
2: time, in, yeah, it would be the first eight. time in eight years that the Bears would win coming out of their buy. <laughs>
1: This, so, season, yeah, but yeah,
2: that would be a new era
1: of when of they this, this season, when the Bears have at least seven days of rest, they're undefeated. There, that's eight days of rest, they're undefeated. And by and regardless, and I know you're talking about this too uh, fields, hurts do not play each other, but for fantasy, like everybody loves these quarterbacks and fantasy football. And speaking of fantasy football, underdog fantasy is the absolute best way to play fantasy sports. It's simply get started, just go to www underdogfantasy.com or better yet download the app do that right now and if you sign up underdog will match your first deposit up to $100 you deposit 100 bucks underdog gives you 100 bucks you deposit 25 bucks you get 25 bucks that's the way it works but it's a great way to get started in fantasy football also you know what if you missed your fantasy football playoffs i know that's starting this week If you've just been bummed out, you don't think you're like, ah, I got nothing to root for now. No, go to underdogfantasy.com right now or download the app and get back into the game. And there's a lot of cool, there's a lot of cool like player bets, like player props and things like that. Last week, we were talking about Sam Darnold, anytime touchdown. We had Brock Purdy, like we've been nailing it too. So go to underdogfantasy.com and that will help you uh, enjoy these games if you don't have a rooting interest, although I'm sure most of the people who are watching the show right now are either Chicago Bears fans or they're fantasy people. I don't know, in any event. So I really do want to see the, the change. What about the defense? I, 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 is it fun, though? Because I, I, I don't know. When we were ta- when you were just talking about that, Ryan, Like it's like, hey, Gordon and Brisker are back. Like, I think it's fun to have a couple of young guys that we're excited about and excited to have back.
0: I want to keep watching Jack Sanborn play football. I thought thought, thought he was going to be good, like maybe okay at at best. Mm -hmm. And he is, is far exceeded expectations. You know, he Mm -hmm. just has a knack for finding, finding the ball, finding the ball carrier. And it's just so much fun to watch. I don't know. I just, they're scrappy. They're they're not a good football team, but they're scrappy. And with (laughs) the exception of what, two games this season, it's been close. It's been fun. They've been in those games. And if you're going to lose, at least make it entertaining so that I can sit on my Sunday couch and, and scream at the TV for a little bit and, and enjoy the game. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see what, what, what these guys can do.
1: Do you think that the bears, he, do you believe Carmen that Jack Sanborn is going to be a starter next season? Yeah. I mean, I think he's found
2: his role and in that's, in that Sam linebacker spot. I mean, he, what do you, what more do you want from a guy <laughs> he's got? Like, like Brian said, he's got a nose for the football. He's very physical. And this guy loves to hit. And you see that, you know, that Wisconsin brand of football that I think um, a Midwest brand of football, I don't want to just credit that to Wisconsin.
0: Lake Zurich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah exactly. So he w- yeah, went to Wisconsin, local product. It's just a good story, but it embodies, I feel like, you know, I'm going back to what I think this division is known for, the physicality, especially out of the linebackers and in this, at this franchise, especially, I think what a good story for a local kid to have now his name with, you know, guys like. Urlacher and Briggs and all those guys. Um, and he's, yeah, he is, he's so much fun to watch and he just, the amount of effort, I mean, he embodies that hits principle that that everyone likes to talk so much about that kind of, that's gotten, you know, a narrative of its own now these days, but he really does like, he does everything that the coaches want him to do. And that's the important part of that is he's physical, gets to the ball, high effort guy. Um, yeah, it was just I, I I love watching him play, and I think that the coaches really like him. And why wouldn't you have him stick around? You um, know, you know, compete, be in the mix, yeah. even like if he's not just handed a starting role, um, which I think he's deserving of. Why, why, why wouldn't you let him stick around? Like, I don't know. Like, it costs I, a lot of money.
1: <laughs> why well, hang out with people who don't follow the Bears enough? And they're just like, ah, whatever. I know our friends over at Good Morning Football, Peter Schrager and of course Kyle Brandt, Love Jack Sanborn. They've declared Mm -hmm. him, you know, GMFB, the the Jack Sanborn show of record. Uh, And I've clarified to them. I'm like, you know you're talking television. You're not talking about Tape Never Lies. You're not talking about Take It to the Rank or Sick Podcast or anything like that. But I love that they do. But a lot of times they're still like we're convincing people from around the world. Like even today I was saying something about the Bears being competitive. And one of my co-hosts on Fantasy Live was like, yeah, we'll see. And I'm like, what – I don't know. I I, I didn't want to get it's a fantasy show. I didn't want to get into it. Like what <laughs> is like like Ryan, let me ask you. Like, we've and I've said this and Carmen and I have talked about this a at great length over the season. Like the Eagles are the, you know, the the model. Like this is what we wanted to see. This is exactly what like okay, yeah, that's the roadmap, that's the, so to the speak. The roadmap. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. What do you think? Do you think the do you think the Bears are following that? Now obviously we don't have our AJ Brown yet, and obviously we gotta help have some help on the offensive line, but I think we're kind of following that because I think that Justin Fields right now is better than where um, where
0: uh, Jalen hurts was last he, year. He's so dynamic. He's so much, you never know what he's going to do. You know, is he going to th- throw that amazing deep ball that he's got. Is he going to run it for 60 yards? He's fun to watch regardless. You know, when I, people put up the running back one thing, that nonsense, sure. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Um, but I just, you know, what Justin Fields is doing with, Limited resources around him. We'll just—I'll try to be as polite as I possibly can about that. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to be encouraged by it. I know we—we we always say the the meatball taker, Bob from Schaumburg, not to rip on Schomburg whatsoever. <laughs> Every
1: but, time, but when Bob from
0: Schomburg, you know, uh, says that you know they should trade Justin Fields or something, I—you're—you're <laughs> you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy that what he can do with the amount of draft uh, capital that he has, as well as the, the, the cap space that he's got, you got to think to some extent, this is it. I always worry just a little bit about the, the copycat league stuff though, just because someone's doing it doesn't, you know, and someone else is going to follow that, but you've, you've got to make your own path to some degree. You want someone saying, I want to follow the bears model, as opposed to the bears are following the Eagles model or something else along those lines.
1: Yeah, it's very true, but it comes with winning, and I think at some point, but you're never, but not everybody can find a quarterback like Justin Fields. Like, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, that's, Carmen, what, I, I'm sure you saw that tweet or people talking about it. Like it. there's nobody that in their right mind believes that they would ever trade Justin Fields. Am I, am I off on that? No, I don't think so, and I, I don't think you should just because if Justin Fields and the player that
2: he is and can be is where this league is going right now. I mean, you're seeing like everything is cyclical in this league in some degree. there's, There's an evolution, certainly. There's a progression in it. But like, I feel like we're now, especially with how past happy offenses have been, you've seen it this year. I mean, there's countless outlets have covered it. How much more we're seeing teams run the ball and how many more teams have become run first offenses. But it's with the addition of a running quarterback. Yeah. So you have these quarterbacks with these varying skill sets that are now operating this evolved version of a run first offense. And I think that that's exactly what you have in Justin Fields. So why in the world would you get rid of that when you can now base this offense? And we have seen them do it, we've seen Luke Getzi kind of tailor this offense to him. If you have coaches that are willing to do that, then I mean, this is such a good situation to have a guy like Justin Fields in And I think this is exactly where you want a franchise to go because this is exactly what's going to put more stresses on defenses that are now built to defend the pass. Well, now they have to account for the run, and they have to account for the run not only from the running backs but from these quarterbacks that are just as good of runners as their backs are. Um, And it's just I, I, I can't say it enough. I mean, every opposing head coach, when before they play the Eagles, especially, but you're seeing it with the Bears too, like. They're giving their props first and foremost to those quarterbacks because that's what makes these teams so hard to defend.
1: Yeah. You know, and so many of these teams play too high. Like you see that all the time. Like every time there's a breakdown, like, well, they're in too hot. Like always, like, even if it's some variation of it, but that's usually what these teams are playing, which is why, especially, you know, for the fantasy enthusiasts, you're like, why aren't people throwing for more yards anymore? It's like the defense is not giving up those yeah. big plays yeah. and you got to be very patient. And Justin yeah. has shown that it'll be patient and everything like that. And it's just a, I don't know. It's, I guess some Chicago fans just shouldn't be trusted with something nice. You're just like, why do you, you don't deserve it. Like, oh, <laughs> like, we can't have nice things.
0: We don't, we don't know what to do. It's like, take a look around. When is the last time you had the quarterback as the best player on the team? In Chicago never it's never happened I mean literally he's he's the price of admission right like to sit down or he's worth the, the price of admission rather to, to sit and watch it's you know we're, we're trying to comparison to make a comparison on the Bear Down Chicago podcast which was is he Devin Hester you know that every huh. time he touches the ball like something we might happen know. yeah but, but it's, yeah. it's it's we've never ever had this but we, we don't know what to do with nice things because we've never had them before <laughs> Yeah, and people,
1: I I think that people just are so cynical too that they're always trying to find some fault. And like, watch watch other games. Like, watch what's happening with the Miami Dolphins right now. Tua Tongaaioa was in the MVP conversation. His last two games have not gone very well. And I and like I'm not giving up on him, but everybody else wants to give up on him. Mike White, you know, like oh, like he was fine, and now people outside of the Jets like. They're not. They're worried about him. People were giving up on Trevor Lawrence earlier this season, and now mm-hmm. he's coming out over the last four weeks. And it reminds me of a conversation I was having with one of our editors here in our original content team. It's a team that I write for during the offseason. And when you're talking about teams like, oh, it's so much fun to just go and you're talking about the Bears. You're like, well, they've got a couple of great offenses on their schedule coming up. They got the Chiefs. They got the Bears. They got, And, like, you throw the Bears in. With these great offenses, like it's nothing, and nobody, it's not sarcastic, it's not a joke, it's kind of refreshing, like Ryan. You you haven't
0: you're not used to dealing with that, correct? Well, just think about we haven't just watched bad offenses, we've watched historically bad offenses (laughs) where where they struggled to score 13 points. Mm -hmm. And you know, you, you we watch the red zone, or you're watching some other team, you're watching the Chiefs, you're watching the Bills, and you're going, Why can't we do that? ever and you know it it does suck that the defense has kind of fallen apart the way that it has but again you know with these it's kind of patchwork defense as is which has almost
1: been historically bad as well (laughs)
0: exactly (laughs) so it's like the 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 balance of things but honestly i i I don't care i i I mean this i mean I, i i would love to see the bears win would have loved to see them beat the packers But because we're going to watch them lose, I get to watch fun offense. And I don't know what's going to happen. And I just, we've never had that before. And so I'm just, I'm sitting down and watching enjoying it.
2: I think it's just, it's, it's almost a blessing in disguise though, because, because there's not expectations to win the games. You can really focus on the parts of your offense that you want to develop. And you can really focus on evaluating Justin Fields and what he needs and the resources that he's going to need around him. So that when you do have all this capital and in, in, in cap space, there it goes, there we go, uh, this offseason, you know what to do with it. And so now you can really, truly like, focus on the evaluation part of it. And I mean, we saw it even against the Packers, which was something that I was really encouraged by. Granted, Fields is coming off the injury and he's being a little bit more cautious. The coaches are being more cautious with him. But you saw multiple times in that game where even off of a scramble, he would stop himself before the line of scrimmage and then go to throw. Yeah. Or he would—he was placing an emphasis on throwing the ball and making sure that he was getting more reps in the passing game. And that's what these games down the stretch are going to allow you to do. And you are he's going to be able to develop, get those reps. If it's in a losing effort, okay. But it doesn't matter because there's not pressure on him to actually score points, win the game, all that other stuff. Because honestly, you'd be doing yourself a disservice. I know no coaches think like this, but you'd be doing yourself a disservice by – you know, winning some games here, and then, like, you know, your draft pick goes down. Um, And I just – I think that this is a really good situation for the Bears to be in, for their offense to be in, to really figure out what they need, who they need, what type of receivers they need, tight ends, offensive linemen, all that other stuff you can really evaluate. Because we talk so much about fields, but there are a lot of holes on this offense, and there are a lot of things that need to be evaluated on this offense. Um, and not just in relation to Justin, but around him. So I think that this is going to give them a chance to do that, and that's exciting. Again, I just think the whole situation, looking forward, you know, one, two years down the line, it's going to set the Bears up for some sustained success, not just like lightning in a bottle success, but sustained success.
1: Yeah, that's the one thing I believe that everybody is looking for is not the, hey, a miracle run to the playoffs that we're kind of seeing out of the Giants right now, but something that's going to be more consistent like the Philadelphia Eagles, which is why we always expected or why we feel like they're the blueprint and the way to go. And as we continue to clear the air here, want to remind everybody, we spend 90% of our time indoors, and indoor air can be five times dirtier than the air that we breathe outside. An air, Pura, air purifier can remove tobacco smoke, odors, VOCs, mold, wildfire smoke, chemicals, and viruses from your breathing air. I know that got my kids in school. I hear all their classmates coughing all the time. That's why we went out and got an air purifier from Air Pura. And if you go to airpura.com right now, use the code 67, you will get 7% off your order. And that's right. Just go to airpura.com right now. Get 7% off your order by using the code 67. Uh, we love it. Uh, it's been great for us and great for our family. Uh, I think now, though, is the time. Do we have some questions, Sammy? Do we have people chiming in? All right. Uh, this time next season, the Bears will be – Ryan, why don't you lead us off? <laughs>
0: of course. Yeah, uh, that's You're the guest. Top. I don't want to Oh, I man. Uh, I think they're going to be in a better situation. Uh, we're talking wins and losses total. I don't know that I can pick per that. Say, just what yet. do you think? I think they'll maybe be at 500 keeping it interesting and maybe we'll be thinking about play playoffs. Uh, So we'll, we'll see. I I, I could see a 500 run and fighting their way into a playoff spot.
1: Well, it's been great having you check out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Carmen, what do you think? My,
0: my first number
2: that came in my head, uh, record wise through 13 games is seven and six. That's my, that was my first, I don't, I like, I don't, I don't really have, whole lot of justification that was the first thing that popped in my head i think yeah i think it's going to be better i don't i'm not expecting like a you know no like i'm not expecting an eagles run to start the next season that would be um you know then you know record like whatever going undefeated for the first nine ten weeks of the season but um yeah seven and six and which is perfectly respectable it sets them up to go down the stretch win a few more games get into the wild card spot and and yeah, maybe get into the playoffs. Maybe sneak into the playoffs. I think it's going to be close. I don't think Hope it's yet. it's a it, given.
1: It's hopefully, it's not having
0: a buy at, at this week, five, at week week fourteen. Oh yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. That would be that really would be
1: terrible. They really need to fix that whole situation. I was um, I was talking to Chase Daniel about that last night about like how ridiculous it is, and it's like they have creative ways to give teams two buys where you can have that short week and have the mini buy. And then yeah, the Bears buy, had the
2: mini-buy pretty early on, so I, they, I guess
1: that kind of... Maybe that balanced out just a little bit, but one of the things, and I, and I was not intending to put you in a, in a situation where you had to put a number to it. I was kind of equating it to the uh, NFL Total Access where they throw up this full screen of the playoff picture, and perhaps we're not the team leading the NFC North, but I expect us to be... If we were doing Total Access on this day, in 2023, I would expect you know we'd have the four division winners. The Bears would be in one of those spots where they are a wild card team at the moment. I really do have a lot of confidence in this team, and I I think that we're very close. And again, it goes to the number of one win or one score losses that we have. I forget who tweeted this out recently because I had retweeted it. Our record would be what eight and five, eight and eight and somewhere up there. Uh, If we had won some of those games, and I think a lot of it has to do with momentum as well. If you look at the Washington Commanders, who I don't necessarily think are a great team, but the minute that they made the move to Taylor Heineke, coming off a win over the Bears. Now, I feel like if they had lost that game to the Bears, things were trending down for them. They would have been Mm 1-5 at the time. I think it would have gotten worse. I know the Washington fans still come into my mentions and everything. And so it'll be like, remember when you did that, I'm like, listen, you were, you were one in five with Carson Wentz. What do you want from me? <laughs> I think that it's a situation like that. And conversely, I think if the bears had won that game against the commanders, we might've seen a couple of those wins or a couple of those losses turn into wins. We'd be in the mid we'd probably be like in a position similar to the lions. Cause the lions are in an interesting spot right now because like, they're winning too much that's hurting their draft capital, but they got that pick from the Rams. Yeah, I was say. Up, like that's trending towards being like that Christmas. Game, yeah, that Christmas game <laughs> is so like it's so bad for it. like I don't know what we need on Christmas because those are two picks that are competing with us the Rams and the Broncos. That nobody thought coming into the season were gonna be competing with us. We thought perhaps it would be Seattle and it would be uh, the Detroit Lions. We didn't think it would be the picks that they picked up from those teams that we expected to be very good. So it's crazy. But I think that we would be in a spot like the Lions. We'd be like, ah, they're outside. We'd be in the hunt or loitering uh, as the uh, ESPN. (laughs) Hey, I I like that.
2: I love that bit. You love loitering? I love the bit. I love, yes, loitering is such a good, I don't know. Yeah, they're just loitering around. You I don't know. Like we need to kick him off the premises or like it works? It totally would, works. Would
0: we be loitering if we were playing in the NFC South? Oh no. yeah, that's the thing.
2: No, I think you would be well, yeah. No. I mean, like, because if you had the the Lions or the Packers record right now in the NFC, you'd be in second place in the NFC South.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it you like right there mind. though.
2: Like not like you'd be a game back. I shouldn't say second place. You'd be a game back from yeah the division which like is this, insane
1: like i don't want to make fun of your uh, tampa bay buccaneers yeah, but like I, I think everybody's convinced that the panthers are going to win that division I, Wait, they were dead they
2: were dead and yeah and they like, were dead in the what? water they were completely dead in the water and yeah. somehow some way i mean or i was gonna say like you've got you've got other like that. that division is completely up for grabs it's yeah. wild
1: I guess the Falcons are also in the mix too. And we saw That's what I'm saying. They're gonna to go to Desmond Ritter. We're gonna get an opportunity to see him, so it'll be a lot of fun. I love that
2: move. Oh. I really like Desmond coming out of Cincinnati.
1: I kind of like it too. Mostly because I like the the city of Cincinnati so much more since I went there this summer, and that has nothing to do with anything. But I think uh the we San Diego the, of the Midwest, right? The San Diego of the Midwest. It proves San Diego, its yeah. It was, it looked, it looked really good. Um, we're getting off, we're getting off topic. Simba, do we have any more questions? And uh, by the way, uh, Adam, last week you've dissed <laughs> the White Sox and all I can say is you're bitter over mm. them. Uh, I don't know that this phrase is, is, uh, is, is, uh, is, is accurate. I know Chagru was on, I forget which one of you guys are the, the White Sox. And first of all, Doug Eddings gave you a world series and I think you should ap- appreciate that. And anybody who says anything that you have to understand Doug Eddings, like, how do you miss that call? Like you call like Doug Eddings, watch the video rings him. This means you're out. pretty you're, than me. You know what? This is, I, I swear <laughs> to God, if I was an angels player the next year I would have gone and, uh, and, and whatever Doug Eddings was the home plate umpire, I would have struck out on purpose and then ran to first base. I just stood there, like what I thought, like this is the rule now, and like made a big show of it. she would have kicked me. Sochi would have sent me to AAA, but it would have been worth it. That was the biggest. That was one. Of, although we always tend to forget that Chicago did come to Anaheim and win three consecutive games, but I do say that you know, number no one, no one
2: forgets that. I think you. I think just you forget that. No one. Everybody. Forgets everybody. That. Everybody, no in one Anaheim,
1: forgets. everybody in Anaheim forgets that. By the way, if uh, if the Yankees had built a dome stadium like they should have uh the angels would not have gotten rained out so they wouldn't have had to fly land they had to play a game in anaheim fly because the stupid yankees you see all of
2: the the justification and the twisting around and
1: the baseball's a funny game we had by the way josh paul should have just thrown the ball to first base like that could have solved that i think josh paul does not get enough Discredit for that, and it's always like Pierzynski's a jerk, which he is, but you know whatever. So sorry, that was they paid for that comment, so I I can go on a little bit of a rant that we're paying the bills talking about the White Sox. Uh, how are you doing now? In any event, not that the Angels are any much any better. Uh, do we have more questions though? I don't. I don't. Uh, as everybody's logging off now, uh, what are the three things that must happen in these next few games to feel confident? about next year. Uh, Charles, thank you for the question. Ryan, why don't you go ahead and start us off here? You're going to start us off on
0: all these. Sounds great. So three things that I'm just just off the top of my head that I'm thinking about is, and this is tough to say because I don't want them to do this, but I think they need to win one more game. Uh, I just think the confidence of this team, you could just see it in Justin Fields. He was really, really hungry. I want to see Justin Fields continue to develop as a passer, but most specifically, I want to see him develop with uh chemistry with claypool, um, specifically claypool, just cause you know he's gonna be around next season. And with the rest of these guys, we're not really sure what's gonna happen. Um and I also I just want to see one more player, one more player. I don't care if it's offense, defense, special teams emerge in some way. Uh you know, we've got a Jack Sanborn. It could just be a a guy who who plays well enough that you're like okay he's got to be in consideration for a spot next season um I don't care where it is somewhere on this roster someone's got to step up in a big way Carmen
1: yeah
2: yeah I would I would add Cole Komet to the Chase Claypool chemistry I mean we've seen a little bit of it we've gotten spurts of it I want to see more consistency I think um in that connection between both Justin Fields and Cole Komet but I also want to see some kind of I want to see some anticipation and I want to see maybe some kind of chess matchy play calls from Luke Getze, because I think all another thing that we forget about too is how much he's still learning. Cause he's a first time play caller, Matty Bruce, first time head coach. So that all matters. And I think that you're kind of seeing still a little bit more reactionary play calling out of Luke Getze, not setting guys up, you know, kind of doing things where, you show the same formation a bunch of different times, but you run three different things out of it. Those types of things, like I want to see more creativity and, and some more just setups from Luke. I want to see him be a little bit more devious, if that makes sense. I want to, yeah, like no. just, just a little stuff like that um, that I think will help him obviously down the stretch. And then defensively, I want them to, to figure out some way, shape, or form to get more sacks. I want yeah. to see more sacks. I want to see a pass rush. they have got the 16 sacks this season. It's the least amount in the league. It's, it's a dismal number. And for a team, for a city that prides itself so much on defense, um, I don't know. I don't care who you have to get involved. I mean, ideally, I would like to see more of those guys up front. Evaluate those guys a little bit because I think you really need to figure out what you have. But, I mean, I don't care. Like, Jaquan Brisker likes hitting people. Send him. Like, I, give give me some more DB blitzes. I would love that. You know, Jack Sanborn, the pass rusher, give me. It. Like, I would I would love to see more of just some sort of creativity in the pass rush, getting the opposing quarterbacks a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I believe that Kyler Gordon can be a part of that. I know that they've sent him on some blitzes, and I hope that when mm-hmm. him and Brisker come back, them, yeah. they kind of turn them loose. I I would love to see them take more chances defensively. I think that would be yeah. for the best. And I think you know what? If you got to put those guys out on an island and some guys get burned i don't think that's that that's not something that we need to be concerned with what we need to be concerned with is finding ways to get to the quarterback and i think alan williams has as much to prove as anybody else like you really need to go out there and i understand that you know that you've got like kind of a depleted deck here to so to speak but you know what i really thought in that green bay game when you talk about like all the things that ever had really stressed coming into this season that was one of the best performances that we would seen in quite some time, even though they weren't getting to Aaron Rodgers. And it's very difficult to get to Aaron Rodgers. Like even, even when you have a fully fledged defense, Aaron Rodgers does not take a lot of sacks. So I'm not going to worry no. later about that, but I thought like the gang tackling swarming to the football, I thought that was a big thing. I'd love to see them, you know, find ways to create more turnovers. That's more peanut punches yeah. or find things. You know, I, I thought that, you know, New England, when you watch them play, and I know that DeAndre Hopkins carries the ball like a loaf of bread, but like finding little plays like that to create turnovers, that's what this Bears defense really needs probably more than anything along with the getting to the quarterback. And to just add on to these points, I would kind of like, if they are going to win one more game, believe it or not, the one game I would love for them to win is I would love for them to beat the Bills. I would love – just because I feel like that would be a factor. Just, if, just
2: go out and beat the Bills. That's not, That's not no, a – No, I'm not bad. saying
1: it's realistic. It but i on your like,
2: Christmas list? Are you asking up for this right
1: now? I would, I would love – first of all, I would love that because, number one, I've got a Bills fan who's on our show, and I would just love to rub that in his face. I, uh, I love the fact that, you know, if you beat the Lions, like whatever, that only helps them. If you beat the Vikings, they're clinching the division anyways. So they're not getting the number one seed. That win means nothing. The Eagles – beating the Eagles – beating the Eagles would be like a number two because it is Jalen Hurts, and we could already start the, like, Fields is better than Hurts thing, Um, which would be a lot of fun to get into with all the Philadelphia fans, which I think is going to become can't a thing. They just all be good? Can't they both be good? No, I, that's the one – no, they can't. No, there can only be one good player. There's only one There's good really quarterback good in the NFL. No, no, no. There's only one good quarterback in the NFL. The rest of them are washed. Their other ones are <laughs> social media quarterbacks. They can't be good. Like, you just can't – like – I know that one of my friends who's a Jacksonville fan tweeted this thing out and I retweeted it months ago where it's like, Hey, like when it comes to the bears and the, and the Jags fans, like we should not be warring against each other. It's like, if you're like wrestling factions, like we should not be taking on the Jacksonville fans. Cause number one, we have no reason to Jacksonville was locked into Trevor Lawrence that whole year. I mean, I, I know the jets won and like I fell out of that spot, but it was like, The Jags were taking Trevor Lawrence. Like, there was never a consideration. You will never fault them for taking Trevor Lawrence. None of that is wrong. Like, fine. Like, that's a good pick. He's going to be a great player. God love you. And thank you for letting us have Justin Fields. What we can do is uh, make fun of the Jets. We can make fun of the 49ers. Uh, The Patriots, just because, like, for whatever reason. By the way, let's not forget, the Lions could have drafted Justin Fields. We should make fun of them. We should make fun of the Panthers the Broncos, all those guys. those are the people we need to go against but I do agree like more than one quarterback in the NFL can be very good. but also uh, since this is my show, uh, we want to see Valus Jones. I want to see Valus Jones become like a, a, a widget type player, but somebody who go I, I want Bayless to end the season with some confidence building plays. I know he had a rough go and he, he had a couple of drops early in the season, but he is such a good kid. And I want to see him be successful, and I think that it's important for him to be successful. Listen, is he going to be an NFL superstar? Maybe, maybe not. But just to be a consistent player that we can count on, I think that's all what we want. So that is, uh, that is one of, that's on my wish list, and the Bills win. But no, a uh, win over the Bills. But whatever. I'm not realistic a lot of the time. No. But I think I am, re- I think I am oh, realistic. With Bay- I think Bayless can be good, and I like him, and I think he's still going to be a valuable contributor to this team. All right, Sammy, what else do we got? Do we have more questions? Uh, I came in late, but if the bears are picking within the first three picks, would you take Carter Anderson or trade down? I really have not studied the college players as much. I think in theory, until I really go in and start getting into my evaluation of the college players, my theory is we trade down. Ryan, what do you think?
0: I understand the trade down, but I also feel like a guy like Jalen Carter that, that could be that could be a, a building block for your defense right and to get either one of those guys uh on the defensive line it, it it puts you in a position where yes i know there's so many needs on this team but you could build around those guys and i i i think i've been pretty consistent in saying in the top three picks it's usually one of those guys is going to be an absolute stud a game changer and especially on the defensive side where they need it i I, I say you draft him. I, C- Carter, Carter's my guy as of right now. I
2: love to have my cake and eat it too. Huh. So I want to, I, I ideally say the Bears have like the second pick, right? Um, I want them to trade down, but only trade down like a couple of spots with like a quarterback needy team that needs to get ahead of whatever team ends up in the third pick that needs a quarterback too. And I would, so I want to trade down. Get more picks, and then also take. I think I really don't think you can go wrong between the the two. Will Anderson or Jalen Carter? Jalen Carter is I think more of like that building block guy because he's that three tech that this defense, especially up front, is kind of predicated on. He's a guy that can get uh, push up front and like and get to the quarterback himself, as well as eating up blockers to help his guys outside. And I mean, Will Anderson is 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 that dude, right? He's he's been that dude. Um, as far as getting the quarterbacks, no matter who he's got on the line with him. So I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those guys. And again, I like to have my cake and eat it too. So the Bears are going to trade down. They're going to trade down a couple of spots. And one of those guys is still going to be available and they're going to take whichever one's available.
1: Okay. Yeah, we call we call that you you get mad at me for wanting a victory over the Buffalo Bills. I, I was going to say, then, yeah, who's yeah. being more oh, yeah. like,
0: unrealistic here? The, I still think no, the win over no, the Bills is more unrealistic.
1: Probably no, because like there's there's precedent of teams who are uh, quarterback needy. Quarterback and needy these, the
2: Quarterbacks rise yeah. in the draft, and yeah, if there's a, if the, if the team picking behind the Bears wants a quarterback, that is going to give the Bears every single you know in, like bargaining chip that they could ever want.
1: So yeah, do that. There's, that happens a lot of times too and if somebody like one of these teams sneaks in a couple of wins without without meaning to do so that could end up benefiting us as well and then those teams have to trade up and do all that stuff which is good and we also don't know you know what the roster is going to look like heading into the draft because you know what does polls do what if some of these you know i was watching and not to pick on the buccaneers but like mike evans and tom and not that tom brady is going to be back at tampa bay but You know, if one of those teams decides to tear down and they're like, "All right, let's just get rid of, we need a salary dump, Mike Evans, similar to the way the Dallas Cowboys had to do with Amari Cooper, you're like, all right, like I'll take him or even Amari Cooper, like whatever. Um, So there's a lot of different ways that we could have filled some holes already before. And then maybe, you know, just staying there at two or three might end up making the most sense, but it's still fun to speculate. How about some more questions there, Sammy? Uh, do you guys predict any personnel changes similar to what the, the changes to the mini buy for these final games to see what we got next, next year? Carmen, I'll start with you. Are, are we seeing Leatherwood? Is he going to be starting? So we, the coaches talked about him a little bit prior to the bye week and,
2: you know, kind of getting him a little bit. He was in for a series against the Packers played w- W10 offensive snaps. Um, and they said that they like how he's progressing. So I would think that he's kind of a rotational player on that side and especially i mean like i i always preach continuity when it comes to offensive linemen but and the offensive line but they have not had that all season so you might as well figure out who you have and what you get and so i think that that's one of the guys that you could see get a little bit more of a rotation in there um figuring that out and maybe like trying some guys in different spots um although i think they've kind of figured out for the most part with the offensive line, at least um, with the core players that will be here next year, where they should be playing um, out, along the line. So, yeah, I mean, I think you might see some, some stuff like that. I mean, there was, you know, with Jack Sambor coming on and Sam linebacker, I mean, Nicholas Morrow too had switched positions earlier this season um, to the will linebacker spot. And like, you know, he has been going back and forth. So you maybe play around with, with some of those things, maybe try a couple of different guys at nickel, you know, you know, Kyler Gordon can do it you try some other guys in there uh do you try you know put push kyler maybe more to the outside that's always easier i feel like um going from inside outside but yeah i mean i think there's there's room to do it that's for sure and again when you're evaluating this team which is what this team is going to be doing down the stretch now that they're out of it um i wouldn't put anything past you know trying to figure out what where these guys could all play or where they're best suited
0: yeah
1: ryan have you ever heard anything else
0: no, I haven't heard anything else. I mean, I'll tell you what I want. I, I want to yeah. see more Alex Leatherwood. I, I want to see more Josh Blackwell, right? The, the, the cornerback who, who played really, really well, I, I think against was. green Bay Packers. Um, I, I want to see what else he can do, uh, but and nothing else that I've heard.
1: Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what combination on the offensive line comes out here on Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. How about another question there, Sammy? Uh, can fields be as good as hurts? Ethan, thank you for the question. I mentioned this before. I'll say it again for those of you just joining us. By the way, if you're just joining us or if you've been watching the whole time, go ahead and comment sick right now if you're watching us on YouTube, if you're watching us on Facebook or anything like that, use the word sick just to comment. By the way, if you're listening to us later on as part of a podcast, please rate, subscribe. Five stars would be cool and we'll get to this Justin Fields question. I will say this again. Justin Fields right now is better than where Jalen Hurts was at this week in 2021. I I firmly believe that. I think he's you know, he was a better passer and everything his running has been far more dynamic and you know what? I think everybody's been celebrating Justin Fields like people have turned Justin Fields into a superstar. So I know a lot of its fantasy involvement, but people are now talking about Justin Fields. Last year they were still questioning Jalen Hurts, which is wrong on both accounts. I, I would would not I, I I was not questioning uh Jalen Hurts, but I think that Justin Fields can be as good obviously.
0: What about you, Ryan? you got to see what he can do with some real weapons uh, to see with some consistency in weapons. I I do. I do think that Justin Fields can be that good. You know, we've seen time and time again this season where Justin Fields hits a receiver in the hands. It's been dropped. uh, You know, receivers not not, uh, running the routes, maybe the exact way that we're kind of all hoping that they would. Uh, It seems like Justin Fields is further along than I think his stats would show I mean anyone that's watching him play you can see he's I mean him running the football it's just so much fun to see his speed is 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 better than Hertz I think he's a better runner and so it's really can he develop as a passer and I think that he can and I think that he will
2: yeah I mean I think yeah already I believe he's he's a better runner than Jalen is um, it just the way that he sees the field that way and, and how fast he is. I mean, I know Jalen's fast too, but what I really need to see from him is getting through his progressions and then taking what the defense gives him. I need to see more of the cerebral kind of reading the defenses, making sure that he's also getting to, through his own progressions to each of his different receivers, not missing guys that are wide open, um, and seeing the whole field. And then, yeah, I mean, like, there's been so many times where Jalen Hurts, like, his passing stats haven't been anything. Because he is taking his checkdowns. He's just kind of dinking and dunking yeah. the ball. Again, we were talking about how much these defenses are running these cover two shells. Like, you're not necessarily going to be able to just open up one over the top all of the time. And so what do you do in the intermediary? How do you move the football in the in- intermediary? Do we always rely back on your legs because you know you can? Um, or do you know that, you know, all right, like, I'm, I, have a, I have another way. And I can beat you in all of these different ways because that's what makes these guys so dangerous are these varying skill sets. And that's why Jalen Hurts has had so much success and he's so hard to defend. Um, so that's what I want to see out of Justin Fields before I can say, but I think he can get there. That being said, I think he absolutely can. Um, and you know, he's, he's a student of the game. He's very smart. He is. I, I think it's just a matter of getting used to the system, getting more comfortable in the system and what is being asked of him. And so it becomes second nature, and that's just not where he he's at yet. But this is the first year, you know. Yeah. So I think once he's got more experience, we saw that jump from Jalen Hurts. I don't think there's nothing that leads me to believe that we won't see that from Justin too.
1: Yeah, I firmly believe that he's going to make another leap going into the next season, even more towards down the uh, the the rest of the uh, rest of the year. You know, because as you said in the Green Bay game, like that's one of the very thi- that's one of the things that you need as a quarterback is to let the defense know that sometimes you're going to pull back and you're going to throw that football, which is what he was doing very effectively against the green Bay Packers. As Carmen mentioned earlier in the show, like it's one of those things, if you're a poker player, you know, you can try to bluff everybody every once in a while, but you got to actually show some cards eventually. And you want to show a winning hand. And then Justin continues to do stuff like that. He's going to be very good. And it's also one of the things too, I will point out that the Eagles do so well is that when they, they take the matchup and they take what is given to them. You know, that's why you see games where they run for 300 yards against the Packers and then throw for 500 yards against the Tennessee Titans. Cause that's what the matchup dictates and they're able to do that. And I hope, we hope as uh, Bears fans that that's a point that they get to in the next or next year. And in the years moving forward is like, Oh yeah, they'll take what the defense gives you and exploits it. So uh, how about another question though, Sammy? Uh, Roquan Smith was <laughs> balling versus the Steelers Mitch Trubisky. We were happy for him. Listen, I'm happy for Roquan Smith. Like, I don't, I don't, forgive me if if anybody else in this room feels differently, but I've always felt like I was happy for Roquan. I'm like, I'm glad he's going to get paid or do whatever. Even glad he's playing for a winning team with an opportunity to go to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I've never hated on him. I've never said anything bad about him, unless you Mm -hmm. have, Ryan. Did I miss it? Are you the hater? Are you the one who doesn't like
0: him? Here's the the only thing I'll say about Roquan is sometimes he'll take over a game, like just out of his mind. And then the next week he barely shows up in the stat line and the money that he wanted was a guy that needs to consistently show up on the stat line every single week. But no, I, wh- why would you be mad? Why would you be mad for a guy like that? I mean, I, I know he had his, his beef with the Chicago organization, but he never had it with the fans. I, I, I wish yeah. him well. I, I hope he, I hope they go deep into the playoffs. Good for him.
2: I just think it's proof that we're living in a simulation that Roquan Smith is picking off Mitch Trubisky um, yeah. as both members of the AFC North. So um yeah, no, that's that was I, I want him to have success, obviously. You know, I think he was it's not his fault that he was traded. It's not like I mean he wanted the trade, so I guess you can hold yeah. that against him if you really wanted to. But ultimately he put that behind him and was ready to play out the season. And it's not how, how it worked out. But I just I just thought I was like, okay, so so the computer got it wrong because they're, they were supposed to be on the same team. They're both supposed to be in the NFC North, but now they're in the AFC North on separate teams, and he's picking them up. The yeah. computer got it wrong, but we're in wow. a simulation.
1: You know, we'll just, we'll just hit the reset button, but you know what? Yeah, no, no haters here. We're all very happy for, for Roquan. It's cool. Like, I'm glad that they're able to go out there and have some success. All right, is there one more, Sammy? Uh, rank, right. do people at the NFL Network tease you about the Bears all the time oh, Do you right. not watch the shows? Like, that's all they do. They take the uh, – I don't think that there's anybody – I don't know. There are some people, you know, or MJ Acosta Ruiz, of course, you know, gets a lot of heat for the for the Miami Dolphins. But it's also because the Bears aren't playing well, uh, record-wise, that I do get a lot of grief. But you know what? Listen, I was allowed to go out there after that Monday night win over the over the uh, New England Patriots and say my piece. And uh, the next time that we're victorious, we beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, all bets are off. That I am going to be – Unhinged, in a good way for us, not for everybody else.
0: But um, and you know, especially it's if it's cool. against the Bills too, right? Going to be even more unhinged. I was going to oh. say, right? You're
2: getting wins against the Eagles. You're getting wins against the Bills. Was the like, apparently, apparently no. this is the simulation, and these the, this is the <laughs> next thing the computer is going to get wrong.
1: This is the thing, is like I just happen to say, like, oh, like I feel like next year this could be about this will be I said well, because I'm always very positive. Like this will be the battle. And the guy's just like, no, I don't about that. Like, what you thought you thought the you thought the Cardinals played on turf, like AstroTurf. Like, get out of here. Like he was like, they showed the Kyler Murray injury, and he's like, Hey, like, uh, you know, that's why you gotta get rid of the astroturf. And I'm like, Yeah, that's uh that's actually grass that they put outside, <laughs> or whatever. So I'll take your opinion on the Bears, uh, but I don't want to end on that. What about one more question? One, one more, unless we don't have one, make one up. Ranky, uh, need help. What do you think about Tua this week against Buffalo in the cold weather? This is a fantasy question. Fantasy uh, question. Go get Trevor Lawrence. I know he's playing yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. Go get Trevor Lawrence. But um, but listen, right? I want to thank you so much for being here. It was an absolute delight. Uh, let like looks like you're dressing like Nagy. You know what? Oh, you know what I was saying. If we would have hired Brian Dable, I got like a Brian Dable thing. Like skinny down <laughs> yeah, A Dable. little
0: bit. Yeah. When you take the hat off, definitely. Oh, we
1: had it. We had it. I could even put on a visor. I could even go naggy. I could have gone full naggy. It's fine. Listen, I know. I, somebody else was giving me grief. Like, you're walking around here like you're the assistant coach. I'm like, I just wanted to wear gear. Now I, You know what? It feels like I'm in school again because I would wear uh, sports gear. In mm-hmm. junior high, when kids had moved past that, and you're like, oh, look at this guy walking around in his starter jacket. and I'm like, I don't know. I just think it's cool, but whatever. They are cool.
0: I just want to say, Carmen, it was so nice to meet you, and you uh, I would love to have you on the Bear Down Chicago podcast. No, thank no, no. this
1: isn't. No, this isn't an opportunity. <laughs> to steal
0: my and I'm gonna what say, just happening? a I'm shout out assist. to a shout out to Adam for being on the podcast twice. The our our inaugural episode, you were you were the guest, so thank you. Shout out to my guy Brendan Shagru, Patrick Sheldon, Jack Wright, Logan Bradley. Just love those guys. And uh, seriously, oh yeah, Logan's
1: thank- not been on. Is Logan a full fledged member or is he, he like? Is- is but Does he like lex say, luger
0: he's the associate he, he works for a sports betting company that is to not be named and they're covering the world cup so he yeah. has been mia oh, yeah. but is mm-hmm. off season right. he's phenomenal hilarious dude wonderful guy and so yeah as soon as he can get back we we, we want him back
1: we'll be the judge well, i'm
0: happy <laughs> i'm happy to come on too ryan awesome <laughs> so. Calvin, that would be he great <laughs> I brought a you're, I brought a guest. This
2: I is...
1: brought a guest to the show. brought a guest show. Now she's stolen away. Like, oh okay. no, I'm didn't, just kidding. No. Didn't ask her to be a co-host yet. I'm you just know? joking. I'm just joking. No, I'm <laughs> glad I'd want that to happen. Now remind me, because I probably butchered the story as you came on. You restarted the podcast this year.
0: So so we were we worked the... for a different group. And then yeah. we decided, Hey, you know, we, we want to change the direction a little bit and 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 go where we want to go with things. And so we decided yeah. we created a company, we did the whole thing. So the bear down Chicago podcast is our baby. And it's just, it's been a fun ride and we haven't been doing it a year yet, but we had kind of a loyal listener base with our last podcast and yeah. now we're where we at. And we just, we're so thankful. Bears fans are awesome.
1: And I'm going to fly out there to use the barber
0: that you guys Sheridan's is amazing. Those guys will, dude. The beard trim, all of it, Adam. Yeah, that's what I mean. So Sheridan's, (laughs) what city was it in? It's in uh, downtown Wheaton, Illinois. That's right, Wheaton. That's right. Yeah. So if you're in Wheaton,
1: anybody out there listening in Wheaton, go to Sheridan's. Um, I I can't vouch for it yet, but Jack vouches for it, and I take his word. So, uh, but in any ways, Ryan, thank you so much for being here. Let everybody once again know where they can find you. Find the uh, Bear Down Chicago Pod. I think again. Listen, we love the whole Chicago Bears community. There's no – no, I don't think there's rivalries or anything like that. There's a lot of Bears content out there. And during the offseason, it's going to be lit, and it's going to be so much fun because we're going to be so active in both free agency, the draft, and everything. So we're having – we're, we're watching an exciting player right now and uh, all that good stuff. But keep up the good work, Ryan. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank
0: you. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate you having me on. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. There he goes, the great Ryan Dangle. Make
1: sure you are following along with him and Carmen. Thank you as always for being sure. here. Remind us that so you're going to be in Chicago this weekend. What else do you have going on? Yeah, I have. I
2: have Chicago. I have Bears Eagles, so I'm going to get to see these two quarterbacks go head to um, head. But I will be paying close attention during that to the Lions Jets game. Of but Minnesota is playing the day before. Uh, yeah, so I'll have all my coverage for the NFC North. This weekend, it's it's yeah, it's a full slate. Green Bay's on Monday, yeah. on Saturday, Bears and Lions are on Sunday. I'm just it's a whole weekend full of football. So nothing weekend. I'd rather be doing.
1: Big weekend yeah. for you. Uh, by the way, real quick, the Lions like, yeah, if, if they if they beat the Jets, then I will take back everything I've been saying about them and then I'll oh, be like, I'll, oh, I'll pull those receipts. all right, pull yeah. the receipts. I, I, I'm I very will. I'm very comfortable. I'm like, with I
2: was, I, like, during, uh, it, like, the preseason, I like, my preseason rankings and, like, my predictions for what was going to happen. I mean, I think I had the Lions having, like, seven or eight wins.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and everybody thought I was crazy. And I was much higher on the Lions than everybody was, especially, you know, when they went one and six uh, to start the season. But after – so I was already high on them. And then yeah. after, they threw a pass to Panay Sewell. No, I am. Geez. I'm. I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm just in. Right. I'm like. I'm. I'm all about it. I'm. I'm completely sold. I am a completely irrational person when you decide to throw an offensive lineman a football. That's just. Ah. It's, 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 oh yeah,
1: me. I, the trench girl, of course, would like one of the yeah. trench guys getting a pass. I want them I, to get their
2: shine. I, Show I these guys know. how athletic they are. Did you see? Was the one hand and just grab?
1: That was good. Over the line. How's he been playing? How has Penny Sewell been as an NFL? Incredible. Player?
2: incredible honestly nice. i mean he's playing at a near all pro level at this point and this is his kids what second
1: third year in the league yeah um, well, he, he came in the same year as jamar chase and so everybody celebrates jamar chase of course the cincinnati Bengals pass him up to bring jamar chase and joe burrow back together again but i don't think people are talking enough about penny Sewell because to the point of like i'm like i think he's good but i don't want i i thought no, he looked good, but-
2: like he is as solid as they come he is playing at a fantastic rate like I think every, you know, PFF grade I've seen, you know, for him is fantastic. I mean, he really is. He's playing fantastic football. He's doing everything that you possibly want to, but he doesn't get his shine because he's an offensive lineman. So everyone wants to talk about the receiver. Yeah. But look, oh, yeah. now I heard them and he's like, I'm going to catch a pass too. Hold my beer. So. Yeah.
1: He had, he had as many catches as J- Jamison Williams. So there you go. Uh, he didn't get the touchdown, but that's okay. And I think the line, fine. If the Lions win this week, you can pull all the receipts and have some fun. But I'm, a, I'm pretty confident. And Jared Go- Jared Goff is an indoor cat. Like put that up, put that on a, put that on a, uh, put that on a graphic, Sammy, and put Jared Goff is an indoor cat. I'm not taking. I'm going to be using <laughs> that line all week. Uh, might as well start it here. But it should be a fun week. By the way, we will be at Rip Beer Company Sunday, PCH location. I'm assuming the Bears are in the national game because they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles, but still show up just because we can watch that Lions game as well. It should be a lot of fun. Should be a good time. The Vikings usually have one of the TVs at Rip Beer Company, but of course they play Saturday, so we'll throw one of the we'll throw the Lions on another TV. It'll be a fun day, and uh, maybe Carmen shows up. Maybe probably not. Oh, you can't! You're going to be in Chicago. i to be right. in Chicago. Oh, I yeah. got it. I got it. All right. Well, there she's going to go. Uh, put up the things where they can follow everybody. Carmy V, Instagram, all that stuff. Sammy's slow. Sam. No, I'm just teasing. Sammy's the best. We oh. appreciate everything that he does. So uh, that's going to do it for us here tonight. Thanks so much for Ryan Dengle of the Bear Down Chicago Pod for being here. And for Carmen Vitale, I am Adam Rank. Bear Down and Sammy, play us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Air Pura.